Are you nervous? No. <laughs> hey, I'm Deidre. <laughs> <laughs> I started recording before anybody knew. I'm Chelsea. And we have someone else here with us. We have an audience. Hey. Ciara. Ciara's here. So she's going to get to get a sneak preek. The sneak preek. <laughs> Y'all. She gets, you, the, <laughs> she gets to be the... She gets to get a first look into our struggles of recording. But for real, though, because I can't. This is going to be two weeks of y'all just hearing me stumbling and bumbling because we recorded two of my episodes in one day. So you thought, oh, maybe next week she'll be fine. No, because it's the same day. So it's still (laughs) going to be a struggle. So sorry. What? I Uh, forgot how we started. (laughs) Oh, we started it, but then we, I just started talking, so okay. then I messed it Go ahead up. And say you're Deidre. I'm Deidre, and I'm Chelsea, and we're giving you a million murders. Okay. What you got? What you got? What you got? I will be doing for this episode Haunted Savannah. Ooh, Savannah. 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 Una. Selena. Whenever I said Savannah, <laughs> reminded me of Selena because I always do that. Yes. So I have got, it's just three, three places. And there's like a million places oh, yeah. in Savannah that are haunted. You can do. You could do a bunch of episodes on Savannah. Mm-hmm. So, we are going to start out with the Moon River Brewing Company. Hmm. Yes. The building was built in 1821 by Elazar Early, and it was originally the City Hotel where Savannah's rich residents met to drink. Uh, they had imported alcohol from all over the world, which is real oh, fancy for yeah. back then. Yes. Uh, James Audubon stayed there for around six months. He's an ornithologist, uh, so that's the person who studies birds, and painted them as well. And we actually have a park in Henderson, like right before you go over the bridge. Uh That's a park named after him that has a bunch of birds and stuff in it. Hmm. Yes. So there's that. He stayed there. Uh, It stayed open until 1864, right before General Sherman claimed the city during the Civil War. The building was also a hospital during the Yellow Fever outbreak. Uh, So hundreds of people died. I was getting ready to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the upper floors of the building from Yellow Fever. Uh, In the basement, there is a ghost the staff calls Toby. (gasps) Toby! Toby. I didn't even... That's my nephew's name. (laughs) My dog nephew. He ain't human. (laughs) (laughs) He's a real boy. Yes, Toby. So, Toby is seen silently moving in the shadows. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. Just moving, just lurking. Yeah, just creeping. Many people who have gone on the ghost tours at the brewery have seen things down there. One person said they were on the ghost tour when a woman started to panic. Which Mm -mm. I'm just like... I would have been gone. I would have been gone. Like, what? 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 Like, I would have been... What is it? She said the right side, the whole, like, right-hand side of her body became ice cold really quickly. She could hear voices, but couldn't make out what they were saying. 
So they took her outside and then it stopped. The second floor of the brewery is where the famous shooting of James Stark took place. Shot by a town physician, Philip Minus, Stark was killed on the staircase. And it's said that his ghost is uh, roaming around on the main floor of the brewery. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So then one person said that they had two accounts in the brewery of ghosts messing with people. This person, which it didn't say who they were, but this person was on a date with a woman there for dinner. And the woman went to the bathroom. And after almost 10 minutes later, you know, he's like, did she ghost me? Like, is she coming back? And she finally came back and she was crying. And he asked her what was wrong. And she said when she was trying to leave the stall, the door wouldn't open. She had unlocked the door and pushed on it with all of her weight, but it wouldn't open. Trapped. Trapped. Which I would have crawled under the stall. Oh, yeah. And got out. Because that's too much. I mean, she could be a plump woman like me and not be able to fit under the stall. You could fit under the stall. I don't know. Yes. Be a big old tall stall. Shut up. (laughs) Anyway, she started to panic, but didn't want to make a scene. So after trying again, she yelled, let me out of this stall. She gave the door another try and it opened. It was like, oh, all right. So she went to calm down before she went back to the table because she was still shaken up and she was like, he's never going to believe me anyway. So she didn't know that he was into ghosts. <laughs> okay. So yeah, let me out of the stall. And they were like, all right, my fault, my fault. They let her out. So she thought he's going to think I'm crazy. I have to chill out. I'd be like, look, I'm not crazy. This freaking happened. Like I got stuck in the stall. So a server came by and asked if she was okay. Cause she saw she was been crying And she told the server, you wouldn't believe what happened to me in the bathroom. And she thought that a ghost was messing with her. And the server said, yeah, you're not the first one to have that happen to you. The ghosts hang out in the women's bathroom for some reason. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, great. (laughs) So the second time this person was sitting at a table in the dining room with a friend. All of a sudden, the friend jumps and her face turned white. (laughs) She said... (laughs) She said, something has grabbed my leg twice. The first time she thought it was him. But the second time (laughs) she could see both of his hands above the table. (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) Like, no, it felt like like all hands on deck and I'm still being. And I still feel something on my leg. Uh Uh-uh. So she said it felt like someone had grabbed her thigh and squeezed it. She could feel Mm -mm. the hand squeezing her leg. She refused to ever go back to the brewery. I wouldn't either. I'd be like, no, I'm I'm good. Why you grab my leg? Hey, you want to go check out that new brewery? Nope. Nope. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. You want to go to the Moon River? No. Mm -mm. Never. Absolutely not. Her thigh. It's not even like her calf. Like, why is it up that high? (laughs) First of all, sir. No, sir. Get your hands. Get your filthy paws off my silky drawers. Thank Uh -uh. you. Like, get out of here. Just pervy. The pervy ghost stories are funny to me, though. Yeah, they are Like, funny. the one you had where the guy was touching, touching her, butt. her butt. I'm done. <laughs> Trying to be slick. <laughs> oh, my God. So, that's all for that, that like, the hand-squeezing thing. But the last thing at this brewery mm-hmm. is upstairs, there's a lady in white. Um, accounts of people being pushed down the stairs. Mm-mm. Construction workers being chased out by ghosts. Uh, and the fourth floor is supposed to have dark energy, and that's where 
the yellow fever patients oh, were yeah. kept in the hospital. So there's that. Mm-mm. The next one I'm going to do is 1790 N. And it's spelled, or, you know, it's like 17, the number, mm-hmm. then 100, the mm-hmm. word, then 90, the number, N. So they're trying to be all fancy. Hmm. And I have not been there, but I've walked past this place. Oh. Yes, when I was in Savannah. And so I was is it like, still open and running? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yes. So Interesting. Yes. And it's been open since 1790. I don't know if it stayed open the whole time, but I'm pretty sure there's a restaurant there. Hmm. I'm probably going to talk about it and then forgot. But yeah, like it's uh, you can still stay there and everything. And they have ghost tours. So... The inn is mostly known for a girl um, named Anne. Like they, the staff named this ghost Anne. She's usually seen on the top floor of the inn in room 204. She likes to mess with people and their belongings. People who stay in room 204 have reported to have their things moved or even come up missing. Visitors also say they feel the presence of Anne while they're in the bathroom or no while they're in the room i just made that up. <laughs> i'm just pulling from the bathroom story from earlier uh people have had sheets tugged and heard and crying in the corner of the room mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh-uh. yeah so the story goes that Ooh, a- that just mm-mm. yeah like, i don't like that like where's feeling. that crying coming from the corner of your room no could you imagine <laughs> Being woken up by a little whimper. Oh, no. I just want to puke. Oh, I didn't even stop. Anyway, I feel like a snake's like slithering through my body. Mm-mm. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. That's how uncomfortable I am right now. Oh, I just was like, I just read it, didn't really take time to process it. Mm-mm. But now I am, and it's too much. Okay, so the story goes that a woman was living in the building. That makes up the east end of the property. Uh-huh. Difficult stories. Difficult. <sighs> this is difficult for me today, obviously. Different stories have been told, but the ending is always the same. It's said that Anne threw herself over the railing of her second story balcony after losing a loved one. She fell onto the brick courtyard below. Oh my god! Yeah, which is like a thing. Like a lot of places in Savannah, women were like throwing themselves off of balconies and landed into a courtyard because courtyards are everywhere there. Like everybody has a courtyard, kind of like in New yeah. Orleans. Not me. I'm too scared to do any of that. Yeah. So everybody had a courtyard and people were just like jumping into them. It was a mess. So Mm-mm. another ghost at the 1790 Inn is in the kitchen. Apparently, the ghost in the kitchen isn't very fond of women being in the kitchen. Which it's like, well, where do you want me then? Not like I only belong in the kitchen, but like, how come yeah. I can't come in the kitchen? So, pots have been thrown, people have been pushed or touched, and pranks have been pulled on women who are working in the kitchen. Staff members working late at night in the bar or kitchen have heard unnerving, have had unnerving things happen to them. I'm gonna have to edit the shit out of this. My God. While all alone in the 1790, they heard sounds of someone moving in the kitchen, pots banging together, and metal jingling. Mm -mm. The staff thinks it's the ghost of a servant who used to serve the family who lived in the house and was believed to be a voodoo practitioner. So you got a voodoo practitioning ghost. You're dead. Quit doing voodoo stuff. (laughs) Quit doing stuff, period. You died. You had your chance when you was living, breathing. 
She's I like, know, don't play with me. She's like, and I'ma still do it oh. beyond the grave. <laughs> I'ma do what I want. Just rest. Get get yourself rested in peace. Like, <laughs> get yourself rested in that peace. You've lived your life <laughs> to the fullest. Like, just let stop. So. This story that I'm about to tell is from a lady named Lynn H. So I got this off of um, one of the websites, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Ooh, this is good. I need to I need to tell this story." Mm-hmm. So Lynn, her two daughters, and their friends wanted to stay at the hotel because they had heard it was haunted. Mm-hmm. When they got to the hotel, the only room that was available so this is like on a whim. Obviously, yeah. they had no reservation. They just walked in. The only room that was available was Anne's room, two hundred four. The whimpering corner. Yeah, the room, the room. whimpering corner room was the last one left. Anne's room. So they were so excited, but they felt like they were being watched from the lobby. So they're like, oh, that's weird. Sign number then one. Then why not turn around and leave? That would be... Because they're excited. <laughs> they're excited about it. You know, let them do their thing. They, they're should, excited. We should stay there. We should go on the vacation next year. Mm-hmm. You're trying to go to like and 10 to vacations. Let's go, let's go stay in Anne's room. <sighs> no, no. I'm good. <laughs> Because I won't even be able to tell it. I'll be like, y'all just, it was a thing. So once they got to the room, Lynn noticed that there was a bear with some Mardi Gras beads wrapped around its body. Mardi Gras. Yes. New Orleans. So Lynn recognized the teddy bear from Ghost Hunters. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, Ghost Hunters has been here. Yeah. And they brought the bear to the room when they investigated years ago. So the girl started speaking to Anne while recording on Snapchat and sending them to friends. So this has been within the last, like, 10 years or so, at least, because it started in, like, 2012 or whatever. Uh, They said, are you there, Anne? Anne, do you want to play? Lynn told them to be nice to her, and then something happened. The girls yelled, oh, my God, and Lynn asked, did you hear that? At the same time, Lynn ran into the room and noticed the ball that was on the mantle was no longer there and had flown across the room. Uh-uh. Lynn set the ball back on the mantle and pushed it to see if it would move. It rolled off the mantle and fell onto the floor. She put the ball in between the bear's legs, which is where it was when they came in the room, and then she hit it again. It fell onto the floor, but neither time it was close to where the ball was found when it flew off the mantle on its own. It was like a cross, like shot off the wall. Off the mantle. The wall. <laughs> Shot off the wall. I was about to say. The <laughs> like the wall? <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> you just went in too hard. Just shot off the wall. Okay, so before before dinner, one of the daughter's friends sat on the bed and turned the lamp light on and off. Which, I don't know why she did that, but she just, you know, choo-choo, choo-choo. Maybe she got scared. Yeah, so she, but it was just like on turned it off when she walked away the light started flickering on its own Mm -mm. lynn thought the light bulb might be loose they didn't check they just left for dinner and when they came back they went to check the lamp but it wouldn't turn on it had been unplugged (gasps) Mm -hmm. listen that night they heard scratching at the end of the bed on the bedpost and a strange clicking noise then the windows rattled and the doorknobs shook the next morning at breakfast, they told everyone about what had happened the night before, and someone asked them if they would be coming back to the inn. They said, absolutely, we're planning our next trip to Savannah. Wow. They were real excited. Big excited about what happened. Scratching on the bedpost? Now why? Don't be doing all that. Don't be doing all that. Yeah, that's too much. Why? Why are we scratching? <laughs> mm-mm. Mm-mm. That sounds like some demonic stuff. Now, Anne? 
<laughs> you better quit. <laughs> you better quit. Don't be scratching on my bedpost. The power of Christ compels you. Yes, in the name, okay? Because no. <laughs> in the name, <laughs> you stop scratching on them bedposts. Throwing the ball. I don't want to see that either. That, but that don't be scratching on a bedpost. On the bed. Don't. So the next one I'm gonna do is the Sorrel Weed House, and I have been there. Mm. I've been in. You have three or four. I have three. Yeah. So this is the third one, Sorrel Weed House. Um, so there's a bunch of different ghost tours or whatever. Um, and ghost hunters has been here too. Mm. Um, so the ghost tour I took, we were on a little like trolley, like a streetcar, but it was just a trolley cause it could drive yeah. everywhere. It wasn't on like a track. So, you know, we went by places, they told about it, whatever. Well then it was like a rainy dark night and we went, Ooh, it was so scary. <laughs> so, but I, of course, I'm looking up all this stuff and dragging my parents along on these ghost tours. I'm like, we got to do this. We did like three ghost tours. I can't. <laughs> I know they were tired. They're like, Lord, another one. I'm like, we got to go to this last one. <laughs> so we went and I mean, I saw you got to go in a house. I'm like, well, if I can go in, like we got to do this one. So you go into the house and it's gorgeous. Um, and you got to tour two rooms upstairs and then the slave quarters which is like down on kind of like the first level when you walk in mm -hmm. but it's literally just like a room no bigger than my living room for all these slaves to sleep in it was awful but yeah. so you get to tour um the two rooms upstairs and one of them's like kind of like a parlor or whatever so this is a story um by david duran and it's from a Country Living article. Country Living mm, will like yeah. randomly post ghost stuff. Cause I've heard of them doing that, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know, but <laughs> I was researching something one time and pulled from Country Living magazine. And I was like, yeah. Country Living? I'm like, I'm about to start buying it if y'all gonna have some ghost <laughs> stories in it and stuff. Get some stuff for your, uh, get some decoration ideas and a ghost story. Mm, I'm like, okay. All, all in one. Yeah, so I liked this so much, I'm gonna use it. Okay, so the Sorrel Weed House has been featured on various paranormal activity television shows and is considered to be one of the most haunted homes in the U.S. and even the world. The home was built by Francis Sorrell in the early 1840s, and after the passing of his first wife, a couple of years later, Sorrell married his late wife's younger sister, Matilda, who would move, wow. who would live in the home with him. Like, why is that a thing? That's crazy. Yeah. So, anyway... Francis had his vices. He engaged in a long-time affair with a slave named Molly, who was given preferential treatment among his slaves, even having her own private quarters above the carriage house next to the main home. Oh, we got to go out there, too. Oh. I forgot. Yeah. So, when Matilda discovered her husband with Molly one night, she became enraged and leapt from the second-story balcony, gotcha. killing herself. Weeks later, Molly's body was found hanging in her room from an apar uh, apartment. Weeks later, Molly was... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Weeks later, Molly's body was found hanging in her room from an apparent suicide. Although some conclude Molly was led to suicide by the ghost of her lover's wife. 
But there's also a story they tell where they think that his children, Francis Sorrell's children, mm-hmm. hung her. Oh, wow. Yeah, from the rafters of her apartment. But I'll, I'll be sure to add in, you know, why that's thought in a little bit after this. Okay. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> so that night, this is, of course, this is in the words of this David guy, so... I'm going into like a first person thing. Mm -hmm. So that night I was on a mission to have some sort of encounter with any spirits hanging around the house. But since this was a ghost tour of sorts, I was skeptical at what, if anything, we would experience. Our guide had a calming vibe with his monotone voice and slow descriptions of the history of the home. He led us through parts of the living spaces and the group was encouraged to take as many photos and videos as of the home as we wanted. The camera flashes in the darkly lit interior of the home, um, and that became a nuisance during the tour. But understandably, everyone was trying to capture little green lights or orbs or what most consider to be spirits. The home had a history of captured images of these orbs and dark shadows, as well as recordings of voices and screams. The history of the home includes a murder and suicide within the walls of the home, so that added to the intensity. When Ghost Hunters went, they did an EVP recording downstairs, Mm -hmm. and they captured the voice of this woman. So I'm going to play that for you. Okay, so I forgot to mention, before I play this, I heard this at the actual house in the basement like in the quarters where they recorded and this. It was dark, wasn't it? It I was pitch it. black. <laughs> they they said, okay, we're going to play this for you. Well, it's like you're just waiting and it's silent. And I look and I see these huge speakers and it just starts blaring. Oh. And I was like, shook, shook it. Like it scared me to death. I almost pooped my pants. It was so <laughs> loud. And I was like, huh. I was like, Mm-mm, it's time to go. I got to go. So here is the recording. That's creepy. Yeah. So there that is, blaring in my little ear, just sitting there in the dark. <laughs> I got close to mom and dad. I was like, hold up, because they <laughs> playing this stuff too loud for me. Like, mm-mm. So this wasn't in the story. So I was like, let me just take a moment, because that was like what Ghost Hunters caught there. It's crazy. Mm-mm. So there's that. Um. So back to his story. Yeah, so he's going through there and everything. There was the murder, the suicide in the house. So he says, I took an impressive amount of images that night because mostly everyone else was taking photos and I wanted to be the one to find one of those orbs. In the dining room, there was a large mirror. And for some reason, everyone was snapping pictures of the mirror, apparently because it was the location of various orb sightings. And that's true. They told us that they've seen things around the mirror before. So I took a picture when I went too. So they're on my Facebook from like 2010 or something. And I've got them. orbs? I don't think so. But there was a picture. So me and my mom, if you, if you know us, you know that we're so goofy and we're like two sisters when we start getting together. So me and mom are on the tour with my dad and there's a staircase like when you're down there by these slave quarters there's a staircase that leads upstairs to another part of the house where the owners live because somebody lives there Mm -hmm. um and so they just let people 
go to these certain areas for the tour. So mom, we're taking pictures or whatever. And then mom just snaps a picture of the staircase and we're laughing. Cause we're like, she just like, Oh, I'm gonna take a picture of this. Mm-hmm. So we're snickering or whatever. We go on through the tour. They're like, did anybody get any pictures of anything? And some people are like, no, they're like, Oh, look at this or whatever. Well, we didn't see anything on our pictures. Then we got back to the hotel and we start looking again and I find this picture and I'm not going to be able to find it because it's been years. Like, yeah. I don't know where the picture's at anymore, but there's a picture of that staircase that she took just joking around. And there's this like white see-through thing. It's kind of like a figure, but it's just kind of like a dome, long dome shaped thing. And it's really weird. And it's like on the steps. And I was like, what is this? But I didn't see it the night before when I looked at the pictures. I guess I was scrolling too quick and didn't see it. So Mm-mm. there's that. So this guy says that he took his mirror photos while standing there, reviewed them on his phone, and there was nothing immediately visible, just like us. So he continued the tour, mostly disappointed, just like us. <laughs> there were a couple of times where he felt chills, but he attributed them to being an old home with very little lighting. Cause it is kind of drafty in there. Um, especially down there where the slaves stayed. Mm-hmm. Um, the tour ended well, they all left, but none of them stayed. Um, and like showed anybody any pictures cause nobody had a re- cause nobody had any real evidence of ghost sightings that night. But then while lying in bed, scrolling through the photos I'd taken the night before I came across something that still makes me shudder when I think about it. I saw what I had been hoping to see, but didn't really want to see. I examined the the images carefully. I was looking for green lights or anything spooky, like just anything. When I came across what looked like an old school double exposure, Everything was basically bright white, but beyond that, there was nothing out of the ordinary. It was next, uh, the next image that gave me chills. In one of the photos taken of the dining room mirror, there was an extra face in the reflection. Someone who hadn't been standing in the room with us. And I can't wait to show you this picture because girl. You got it. Mm-hmm. She's got the picture. Okay. <laughs> I just so I just showed Chelsea the pictures and then she was like, wait, he's standing behind him in every picture. And I screamed because he is, he's there in every picture, but he was not there. Okay. My hotel room was bright and full of light and it was early morning. But at the moment I noticed the unaccounted for person in the photograph, a dark shadow passed swiftly by the full body mirror near the hotel room door. Uh-uh, like he was looking at his camera and he just... <laughs> My first thought was that something or someone was waiting for me to take notice of that particular photograph. I had spent the entire day silently asking to see or feel something while on my ghost hunts. So in a way, it all made sense. You shouldn't have done that. When I showed my friends who had been on the tour with me, we checked the timestamps and sequence of my photos while comparing them to the shots they captured. A lot of us had the exact same images as we were standing in the same area as we snapped away. But my camera had caught something else in the historic home's dining room mirror. After comparing various timestamps and images, what we saw just didn't make any sense. There was a figure of a man standing in the background off to the side in the reflection of the mirror. The man didn't fit at all. 
His hairstyle and manner of dress appeared to be from another time period. Oh, he had overalls on. Yeah, the more we exchanged, nope, the more we examined the image, the more frightening the facial features appeared, almost as if the man was looking directly into the camera. The timestamp showed guests of the tour standing in the same spot as he appeared just moments before the image of him appeared where he was standing alone, followed by an image of those guests right back at the same spot, almost as if he made them disappear so he could appear. So uh-huh. when we looked at it, we thought this guy was missing. Oh, He wasn't missing at all. He was there the whole time. He was there the whole time. Not but physically. He was just, yeah. Like, Various people have viewed the image and the initial reaction is usually a combination of fear and confusion. Employees of the Sorrel Weed House are currently investigating the image as are a handful of paranormal investigators around the country. So far, the response from professionals is that whoever is pictured in the photograph is indeed deceased. Historical records indicate that the home is located next to, or possibly directly above, the site of the Siege of Savannah, which took place during the Revolutionary War. The 1779 assault, according to many historians, was the bloodiest hour of the entire war, Mm. with more than 1,000 casualties recorded. It's possible that the man in the mirror was a soldier, someone completely unrelated to the mysterious double homicide that, or suicide, excuse me, that took place years later. So this ghost, because the two people that died were women. Yeah. And this is some man. Could have just been, yeah. Yeah, like he's not even involved. With well, good. So, those are three of Savannah's most haunted places. Those were good. I liked them. I did, too. I was like, ooh. Which, Creepy. I mean, I've been to Sorrel Weed, but I hadn't been to the other two. And I think there's something about that Moon River Brewing where mm-hmm. there used to be a trap door. I may be talking about the wrong bar in Savannah. And, like, these pirates would Shanghai people. So they're, they'd get people drunk, and they'd lure them over to a trap door, and then they'd drop it, and they'd fall down in there, and they'd drag them through this, like, underground tunnel to the port where the ships were. And then they just have to be, like, slaves on the ship. Ratchet. Yeah. So there's that. But um, I think we're going to have to cut our little ending short today because we have a spa day to get to. Spa day. Yes. So, uh, email us with questions, concerns, comments, uh, stories that you want to tell us at a million murders at gmail.com. Visit us at a million murders on Instagram to look at the pictures of our episodes that we post. Yeah. Like us on Facebook if you haven't. Yes. Facebook. Share group. share our page on Facebook. Yeah. Invite people. Yeah, invite <laughs> people. Yes. Do it all. Do it all. So I hope that you all enjoyed this. St- I'm sorry. It was so ridiculous and messed up. I'm sorry, y'all. But just hold on. And there's a new day coming. So thank you for tuning in. And we hope you come back for a million million more. more. (laughs) Bye.